friends How many of us have them? Friends Ones we can depend on Friends How many of us have them? Friends Ones we can depend on Friends How many of us have them? Friends Ones we can depend on all right, people, and we are back. We are back and better than ever. Welcome to Joel's Mind Podcast, Episode 5. Today, we are talking about friends. Real quick, I just want to want to say thank you guys so much for the long-anticipated wait of this episode and just any episode um, in general. As you all know, I just recently moved, and it has been a beautiful, chaotic mess doing all that. I don't know who who loves to move out there, but if you do, um, that's not me. I'm not one of those people. I don't love to move. Um, it sucked. It sucks. It's just a lot. There's just a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? You lose stuff. You don't find it. And then you got to pit everything back. And then it's just, it's just, there's just a lot to it. All right. And so thank you. Thank you for everyone that's been anticipating this episode and has been waiting and following along. I really appreciate all you real fans out there that um, support Joel's mind and everything it comes with. So with that, I just wanted to just give you guys a quick shout out. So today uh, as episode, we are speaking on friends. Um, we're going to be talking about two points. You know, friends, it's a, it's a very uh, broad com- or broad topic, and I can talk about friends all day, every day. So, um, so today, I want to talk about two points. Point one, your friends are your mindset. Point number two, hard conversations. Those are the two topics I want to talk about, two points I want to bring up. I think they're very important, and I think they go hand in hand. So that is what we will be discussing today. So on that note, let me holler at you real quick. Yeah, so let me holler at you. Today's episode is about friends, and I just wanted to give a real quick shout out to one of my top tier friends. Uh, this guy, he's a real one, and uh, I love this motherfucker to death. Uh, he's a brother from another mother. Blood couldn't make us any closer. And he is by far one of the coolest kids with the coolest cars on the block. All right? That is Daniel. He mixed it. Lara, shout out to you, my guy. I know you're listening, so I appreciate you. I appreciate your support. Um, for everyone else out there, if you guys are interested in any lifestyle changes, any fitness changes, please check out my boy on YouTube. Follow his channel, Unixer. Um, that is U-N-I-Q-U-E-S-T-E-R with an extra R. All right? Got to make it unique if you're going to be Mr. Unixer. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to my boy. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Krispy Kreme's Monster Donuts. Um, you know, I was inspired by his uh, most recent video that he dropped. I had to pick him up today. So I'm sitting right next to a half a dozen donuts because I had the other half earlier today. Not really. I only had two. But um, I got you might be hearing me munching down on some donuts on uh, Dracula's, you know, head. So if you do, don't mind me being a little gordito, doing what Joel does best. Um, but yeah, go follow my friend. He's a real one. He uh, is an upcoming influencer. He's going to make it big one day. I promise you that. Mark my words. You heard it first on Joel's mind. Um, he's all about the fitness life, uh, comical relief, making some pretty sick edits. So go check him out. All right, people. So let's go ahead and jump into the meat and the potatoes of everything. I have a little exercise I want to do for y'all. Um, 
It's going to be rapid fire questions. I thought of it all by myself. Can you believe that? Joe's actually using his cabeza for something. Good. I'm going to do rapid fire questions. This is to kind of get your minds and your, your gears turning. On the premise of everything, as you already know, the topic of Joel's Mind Podcast is being a better version of yourself. So today, that is what we are doing. We're talking about being a better version of yourself among friends. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and put 60 seconds on the clock and try to uh, say all these questions in 60 seconds without sounding like a train wreck or sounding like I fumbled my tongue in my mouth. All right. So... 60 seconds and away we go. Do your friends build you? Do your friends bring out a better version of you? Do you you do they bring you confidence? Do they push you to achieve your goals? Do they provide mental and emotional support? Do they respect you? Do they respect your beliefs? Do they push you to believe something else? What kind of person are you around them? What kind of lifestyle do you live with your friends? Is that lifestyle sustainable? What kind of topics do your conversations revolve around? How do those conversations make you feel? Are your friends energy drainers? Are your friends energy boosters? Do your friends accept you for you? Are they mean? Are they nice? Do they have something... Do, do y'all have the same outlook on life? Do they give more than they take? Do they take more than they give? Do your friends want to be better? Do your friends get you in trouble? Do you get friends in trouble? Do your friends have a small-minded mind mentality? Can they see a bigger picture? Do they live for themselves? Do they live for others? What are your friends about? What are you about with your friends? And how do your friends interact in the community? Boom. 60 seconds. That wasn't bad. First time doing that. I did trip up a little bit, kind of like the, the Giants quarterback, but not too bad. I picked myself up, like not, not like him. So um, I don't even know his name. I just know this motherfucker tripped on nothing, on a whole lot of nothing, a whole lot of Casper ass nothing. All right. So let's go ahead and jump right back into it. So I hope you guys like those questions. I hope your gears are turning. Um, so our point number one, your friends are your mindset. This is huge people. If you are trying to be a better version of yourself, you really need to understand that the people you surround yourself really can determine the way you think and the way you think can really determine on how you act. Okay. Like how you react, how you handle situation and how you execute. You are who you hang out with. I do not know if you all ever heard that saying before. There's many other sayings like that. Um, birds of one fe feather flock together. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. There's a lot of different ones out there, okay? And they all make sense. And they, to some degree, have some truth to it. And the scary thing is when you're becoming, when you're trying to become a better version of yourself, sometimes the motherfuckers you be hanging out with kind of prevent you from doing that. And those take some serious thinking and some serious conversation with yourself, sometimes with that person, but most importantly with yourself. Okay. So your friends are your mindset. All right. So let's just kind of break it down. Give you guys some little more context. If you guys have negative friends, if you're surrounded by negative people, or you're surrounded by toxic people, you naturally just end up starting to be negative. You start to think like them. You start to speak like them and vice versa. If you're very negative, you're very toxic and you're always spewing that into your little circle of friends and, you know, your friends are not really like that, but, you know, for some reason you are, 
you know, you can observe the way they interact with you and the way y'all engage in conversations and engage in your guys' behaviors and vice versa. You know, that that's kind of a negative um, example. More of a positive is, you know, if someone is very optimistic and very positive and very like, yo, I'm going to go get her. I'm going to make this shit happen. I'm very ambitious and, you know, nothing can stop me. Yay. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really need to understand that if you hang out with negative people, more than likely you're going to be a negative person or you're going to have negative tendencies. You hang out with positive people, you're going to have a different outlook on life. You hang out with people that like to party and have fun, more than likely you're out there having uh, fun and partying and doing things. Um, If you're hanging out with people that are very determined or they like to play video games or they like to fucking play chess, motherfucker, you're probably playing chess right now as you're listening to this shit, all right? What I'm trying to say is your friends are your mindset. And when it comes to being a better version of yourself, the best advice that I can give you, my two cents on this, is to truly understand your friends and understand you when you're with your friends. Understand how you interact with your friends and how you leave, how you feel leaving your friends afterwards. You know what I'm saying? How do you guys interact with each other and the results of that, how does that make you feel afterwards? Do you leave inspired? Do you leave drained? Do you leave motivated? You know what I'm saying? These are good questions. These are good indicators on what you may need to do moving forward on becoming a better version of yourself. So let's say you are trying to become an entrepreneur. You're trying to become successful. You're trying to start your own business. And in order to do that, you look at your circle and you're, you know, one of the few that are trying to do something like that. Well, it's going to be very hard if you're continuously kicking it with these people and you're, you know, not balancing it out. Or if you're not able to balance that out, you know, we're all social creatures. We all love to hang out with our friends and uh, spend time with people. And if you're not disciplined and able to be like, no, today I'm not going to hang out with y'all. Tomorrow I hang out with y'all. If you got it like that, then you know what? You'll probably listen to this and be like, this doesn't apply to me. But if you're not like that and you're kind of like me and it's kind of hard to say no to my friends because I love those motherfuckers and they're fun as fuck, then this applies to you. Sometimes you do got to look at them and be like, I'm sorry, guys. Today's not the day. Sorry, girls. This weekend ain't ain't it. You know what I'm saying? Um, And that's okay. It's very necessary when you're trying to build yourself, when you're trying to do something, create a different habit or, you know, create um, something of value. And you're realizing the people around you are not, you know, supporting that dream, supporting that vision, supporting that goal. It's very important that you are surrounded by people that support that. Cause if you don't, it's very easy to get discouraged. It's very easy to be like, you know what? That is a stupid idea that, you know, I don't know why I'm doing this. Who the fuck do I think I am coming on here, creating a motherfucking podcast thing. And I could go and talk to other motherfuckers about being a better version of myself when I can't even be a better version of myself. Who the fuck do I think I am? You, you could get that very, you could get that same kind of energy from the people that you surround yourself with. And, you know, and to be honest, above all else, it really comes down to on how you react, how you react to the people around you, how you react to the support that you get and how you react to feedback. Because to be honest, I know there's motherfuckers out there. They're like, you know, this like, let's, let's, let's see how long this lasts. 
you know, you know, people throw shade, people throw, you know, people are jealous, you know, it just happens, you know, and sometimes people, and it's not, it's, it's not about you more. So it's more about them. They're more insecure about them. They're a little more maybe frustrated that, you know, damn, that's just a, this, this is just another thing in, in my world that I see on the outside that someone else is doing something that I want to do, but I haven't done yet. You know what I mean? So when you're on the path of coming, you know, trying to be a better version of yourself, you know, you got to take, you know, criticism and feedback with a grain of salt but if you're surrounded by a bunch of motherfuckers where all that grain of salt is just negativity bro take a look at your motherfucking people and really ask yourself are these my people do they really got my back do they really want me to succeed do they really want to see me achieve what i want to achieve in life because if you don't got people like that i'm sorry dog but you need to you really need to do something about that you need to just go somewhere else. You just need to go to a workshop. You need to go find some people online and just sit in a chat or sit in a group and have a conversation with other people. I promise you that's really going to push you forward and get you somewhere where you need to be. You know, like yesterday I had, you know, the greatest honor and privilege to meet um, this really cool dude that's actually made my fucking hat that I'm wearing right now. It is one of the first of, you know, many very this is the prototype it is a joel's mind hat and i love it it's fucking awesome so what i'm trying to say is yesterday I, I kicked it with some homies um and from kicking it with my one of my homies i met some other homies and we all were sitting there talking about you know branding talking about um you know what our topic is what we're, we're bringing value to the internet and this guy is a really cool cat shout out to roy from wapato He's been holding down, got his uh, uh, degree at the Seattle Art Institute, and is a graphic designer. Um, shout out to you, man. I appreciate the conversation we had last night. It was really cool as fuck. You're a dope dude. Highly recommend anyone in the Yakima Valley or in the Central Washington area if you're looking to brand or create a logo. Definitely hit this guy up. If you need his contact information, shout out to your boy. Slide me a DM, and I'll hook you up. So, like I'm saying, yesterday I went to go kick it with a homie. And just through the us hanging out, you know, all together, socializing, I met Roy. And, you know, we were sitting there getting, getting to know each other. And just, it was a really cool conversation. You know what I'm saying? And it was a conversation that I haven't had with my, you know, my circle of friends. Just because we have different conversations. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying I'm going to go, you know, cut my circle off or anything like that. But it's just, sometimes you need to step out of your comfort zone and speak with other people. You know, surround yourself with like-minded individuals, more so in the direction that you're trying to be in that better version of yourself. If you're trying to stop being an alcoholic, then guess what you need to do? You need to stop hanging out with other alcoholics. You want to know why? Because more than likely, you guys are going to probably pop another bottle this weekend, and you're not going to get yourself where you need to be. It's difficult, people. It's not easy. Like, it's not easy telling people no, especially the people that you care about, especially the people that you've created uh, connections with. Um but, you know, above all else, ain't no one going to take care of yourself than you. Your mama ain't going to come in and be like, you know, honey, sweetheart, you need to do this. You know, if she is and you're not listening, you know, that's because you're not with it. That's because you're not wanting that change. But if you're wanting that change and you're ready to be like, you know, I'm done. I'm sick of this. Or, you know, I, I'm, I'm ready to I'm ready to, you know, create a launch. I'm ready to, you know, change my lifestyle and start eating better and start eating healthier. We'll take a look at the people around you. Um, and see if they help you get to where you need to be. If they don't, then, you know, just understand that. That's what I mean. I'm not saying to, I'm not saying to do anything you don't want to do. 
You don't have to go and cut people off, stop talking to people, and start badmouthing people. That's not what Joel's saying. Joel's not saying that at all. What Joel is saying is if you need to step away from certain people because they drain you, because they're not helping you become that better version of yourself, then, dude, have that hard-ass conversation with yourself, bro. Like, be real with yourself. You know, sometimes that shit is tough, but, you know, that's why it's called a hard conversation. That shit is not, it's not easy, you know, especially when you come to the realization that, damn, you know, my boy from the last seven, eight years, you know, I'm not the best person. I'm not the best version of myself when I'm with him, but I am having the most fun in my life. You know, if it's something like that, then, you know what I'm saying? You just got to understand that there's, there's a time and a place for everything. There's a balance with everything. I got my people that I love to hang out with and I know who I, I you know, if I'm hanging out with this person, it's because... We're going to go and do something like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to go, you know, fucking go shoot some guns. We're going to go and hit the club. We're going to watch a UFC fight. We're going to go play some pool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you do different things with different groups of friends and different people. And if you don't have any friends, please, 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 please reach out. Don't be afraid. Make some friends. Make some connections. You know, like, I made a connection yesterday. And, dude, I got a hat out of it. Like, this is, the, you know, I'm so, like, I'm so proud of this hat. And it, I just, it just, it just so happened that it just fell that way. It just aligned up like that. So, your friends are your mindset. Who you hang out with is who you are. So, if you're trying to be a better version of yourself, just understand um, that your friends can either build you or they can destroy you. They can either push you to your goals or they can, you know, kind of take you away from them. And, you know it's it's not something we really talk about like who who has this conversation with you like i mean some of our parents do you know my parents had my conversation had they had conversations with me my dad's a real ass one he used to tell me uh ain't no one in your and <laughs> i don't even know if i should say this but he he's a real he's a real motherfucker i'll tell you that i love you dad he he was like you know your real friends are your family he's like your brother is going to be your best friend until you die and you know, that's true. That's the, you know, that's true to this day. Like me and my brother, like we don't talk every day. We're not, you know, we don't, we don't see each other every week. I wish we did. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, you know, that's just the way life is sometimes, you know, our worlds don't always connect, but my brother is my best friend. I love that guy. He is definitely my best friend, you know, hands down. And every time I hang out with them, it's just like we, we picked up where we left off. And he's also my brother. So, like, if me and him get into it, like, I know what pushes his buttons. He's, you know, what pushes my buttons. So, like, we we have this certain respect for each other where, you know, we're not going to cross the line. You know what I'm saying? Or if we do, like, we're able to read each other. You know what I'm saying? And that that is a best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell me that's not. Um, so, yeah. So, I just, you know, I just want to throw that out there, you know. So, if you're trying to be a better version of yourself, uh, just understand that, you know, sometimes, you know, the people that we closely hang out with, um, they may not have the same vision as us. And that's okay. Like, you know, that's why you hang out with your friends. Like, it's to kind of come pull you away from your own world because sometimes we got to do that. Sometimes we need to socialize and just, you know, not forget about our world, but just, you know, venture off and have a have a good time and then be present. Be present in the moment. Be present in the conversation. Be present in what is going on at that time and space. And... uh so I I kind of want to break down um, some friends. I, I I came up with a couple of definitions for friends. Uh, I kind of categorized them in four different uh, categories. So I'm gonna give that to you now. So friends, you got 
your social friends, you got your close friends, you got your technicality friends, and then you got your other friends. Those four categories. I hope you like that. So close friends. Let's go ahead and start with close friends. So close friends are the friends that you have close relationships with. They're very deep. You know, you've had uh, maintained a friendship more than likely years with this person. And these people are your chosen family. These are your chosen family. Just like my boy, Daniel, Uniquester. That uh, definitely is someone I would say considered chosen family. He's my guy. He's my dude. Um, he happens to have the same name as my brother, oddly enough. Um, I don't know if that has any type of, you know, just, you know, a bias because he has the same name as my brother. But um, I don't know. You know, name your son Daniel. There are some cool ass people. I've no, I actually know like six of them. And uh, they're all pretty fucking unique in their own way. And they're pretty cool. So, anyways, um, close friends. Uh, chosen family, deep connections, maintain uh, friendships over years. Social friends. These people are the people that you probably hang out with more than you speak. You, you are, you know, you just see them on a somewhat a regular basis or at least on a social basis. You, you're going to see these people, hang out with these people, have a fun time, enjoy their company. And, um, do you know what I'm saying? You guys are going to invite each other over, uh, technical friends. So these friends are on technicality. You know, they're in that stage of being acquaintances, um, being, you know, you speak with each other more than you see each other and you guys do favors for each other. Um, you guys are that it's, it's your foundation of the friendship is, is on that. Um, but these technical friends, it's, they're open to being a close friend or a social friend. And not to explain what the other friend group is, the other is like that gray area where that transition phase between the close, the social, and the technical friends. Um, so like you have a technical friend, they may be in that gray area of like, you know what, I'm actually starting to hang out with this person a little more and they're starting to become cool. Like I could see myself hanging out with them a little more. I like the way they think. I like the way they vibe. They're pretty cool, you know, they're starting to slowly transition into that social friend group and then vice versa, you know, you know, social, uh, switch to a close, close switch to a social or even close game switch to technical, a technical friend, you know, shit happens. We lose people that we think that we're going to be there for, you know, from day one to, you know, day over. Um, but you know, shit happens. So it's all right. So yeah, so I hope you guys like that definition of friends. Uh, there's definitely different forms of friends, but each category of these friends uh, provides some type of value, you know, and surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals, they bring a type of value that um, only like-minded individuals can really bring. You know what I'm saying? You can have someone, you can have a really good friendship with someone that's very, you know, opposite thinking and just very the, the exact opposite of you. You know what I'm saying? And you can have a really awesome relationship with that person and they can probably help you see things differently because they have a different perspective. There's no right or wrong way about these things, but when it comes to achieving something, uh, becoming better, moving to the next level, it's easier to transition when you have a group, um, or, um, kind of a resource you know your your friends are resources you to kind of lean into and ask questions and, and speak about things um that you may not be able to do if you're you know like i said if you're alcoholic and you're hanging out out there alcoholics and you guys are still battling 
you know, alcoholism, it's going to be hard to lean into that person and, you know, get some type of good feedback. But if you're leaning into people that have overcame alcoholism or addiction in, in one way or another, they might be able to provide certain insights that, you know, those other, the other people may not be able to. And again, you know, it's not to, you know, say this person's better than that person or anything like that. It's nothing like that. You know, we're all on our journey. We're all trying to achieve and accomplish something. And we're all trying to be better in one way or another. You know, uh, describing friends as resources is a great way to just, you know, they are a resource in their own way. You know, they help us forget things. They help us enjoy things. They help us smile. They help us when we're crying, you know, if we're mad. You know, they might get mad with us and be like, you know, yeah, fuck that person too. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, that's what friends are for. You know, we, we lean to each other and that's the beauty of these relationships. Let's go ahead and move on to our hard conversations point. <clears throat> so before I do that, I'm going to go ahead and take a little break. I've been yapping a little too much. So I'm going to drink some water, some water. I got that water. I hope that wasn't disturbing. I'm going to hold off on a donut. I'm looking at it right now. And Dracula is looking at me. And he's like, don't do it, blood. Don't do it. So I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. But I need some water. My mouth's a little dry. How y'all doing? I hope you're doing a good, you know, having a good day. And I, I hope whatever you're doing at this time, whether it's morning, night, uh, afternoon, you're hungover or you're at work and you're just bored as fuck. I appreciate you listening. So I just want to, you know, just want to take the time to acknowledge you for, you know, some, you know, listening this far in. Appreciate you. And uh, I want to, so, you know, since we're here, since we're taking a little intermission, I challenge you right now to grab your phone and get on a social media, get on a, open an inbox, whatever, text message, email, something. And I challenge you to reach out to one of the homies, one of the homegirls, one of <clears throat> your writers, your day ones, to that person that helps you be a better version of yourself. Reach out to that person right now as I'm speaking and tell them, thank you. Say something nice. Give them a compliment. You want to know why? Because motherfuckers don't be giving out compliments like they should. And sometimes we forget shit like that. So while I have your time and attention, I challenge you just to go ahead and do that. And shoot someone uh, just a real quick uh, I appreciation text uh, message, whatever. You know, send them a picture. It don't matter. Just say that you love them. Say that you care about them. Tell them that you appreciate them for helping you be a better version of yourself. That is all. All right. Topic number two, point number two, hard conversations, hard conversations, man. You know what? Hard conversation. There's just something about hard conversation. It's like watching a telenovela when it just gets very tense and they're just staring at each other. And the music is just, you know, very tense and the, the camera's panning in. It's just like, dun, 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 dun. these are hard conversations, people. There's a intensity about these conversations that I can't you know quite understand um, fully but I can try and break it down for y'all and I'm going to so hard conversations why hard conversations are hard why are they necessary especially when it comes to being a better version of yourself you know like I said who you hang out with 
is who you are, your, your friends are your mindset, having these hard conversations. These two topics, they go hand in hand. So the reason why they go hand in hand is because if you are realizing that, you know, you're, you know, one of the closest people that you hang out with is not providing that um, support or is not helping you progress to be that next uh, or that better version of yourself or help you achieve that goal of yours. That hard conversation starts with you. It starts with you. It starts with having that hard conversation with yourself and asking yourself the very important things that you need to ask yourself. Is this person worth having around? Is this person worth investing more of my time into? Should I have this person around me a little less? Should I have this person around me a little more? Does this person push me to be that person that I want to be? Do they bring me confidence? Do they make me feel insecure? Do they make me feel belittled? Do I feel like I can accomplish things with them? Do they support my dream? People, these are legitimate questions, and these questions are very important. These questions have some really hard answers sometimes. Sometimes they're the answers that you don't want to answer. But those are very important when it comes to being a better version of yourself. Because if they are not, you don't have to cut them off. You can fade away, you know, focus on you. You know what I mean? You can focus on you a little more and see on the flip side. You know, re reconnect with them when you are in a better mental space or you're in that spot where you're like, you know what, I, I'm a little more grounded. I'm a, I'm a lot further where I want to be in life and I'm able to kind of, you know, have the confidence that what I want to do, knowing what I, or I need to do is not going to get in the way. Um, are you know hanging out with other people are certain people is not going to get in the way of what I want to do is what I'm trying to say. Apologize for the fumble and the tumbling. Um, but yes, the reason why these hard conversations are hard is because it puts you in a predicament and it puts them in predicament, low key. So if you think about it, when you have a hard conversation, you have to be vulnerable. And some motherfuckers hate being vulnerable. Some motherfuckers don't know how to be vulnerable. And sometimes I don't know how to be vulnerable. And I like speaking on the shit. Like I went to school to, you know, get my psychology degree to become a mental health counselor. A lot of those therapy sessions are hard conversations. People like for someone that wanted to go to school for that and study up on that and have these, you know, as a, have these conversations as a career. I do have a hard time having these hard conversations sometimes, but you know what? It all starts with having that hard conversation with myself first. Um, and so that's why I kind of want to, you know, break that down like that is because it starts with having that hard conversation with yourself. Um, you know, knowing what you're going to tell them or knowing how you feel, you got to check in with yourself sometimes. And sometimes you just got to ask yourself, like, how does this make me feel? How does this make Joel feel? Is Joel upset about this or is Joel just, you know, confused? Is he misunderstood? Is he misunderstanding something? You know what I'm saying? When you have a hard conversation with someone, you definitely have to have a point. You definitely want to, you know, at least know what you're getting yourself into before having a hard conversation. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, 
you could just go on a rant and a tangent and it's like it's very awkward and there's like no direction in that conversation um but having these hard conversations um they start with you um they also revolve around setting boundaries you know uh settling a disagreement you know trying to find out information or expressing yourself that's what uh, you know when i speak on having hard conversations that's what i talk about that's what i mean um in having those hard conversations with your friends or just in general could be with the boss could be with anyone but um but i mean for today's episode we are talking about friends so let's keep it with friends so having those hard conversations with your friends are tough because like i said earlier try telling your friends no now sometimes Try expressing yourself to your friends when it's when you're afraid of hurting them or, you know, you're afraid of, of their response. And that is the next, um, that is one of the, the main reasons why these conversations are hard. If you're unsure of how the conversation is going to go, that does play a huge part on the difficulty of the conversation. Like if you know your friend is very stubborn and just a stuck up asshole, like, you know, we all got our assholes in our group of friends. And you're just like, damn, like, this motherfucker is going to tell me this and this motherfucker is going to tell me that. Like, I already know what this conversation is going to be like. That's very anxiety filled. Like, you know, that's that's that leads to not wanting to have that conversation. In essence, making it a hard conversation just by the start of it not being a comfortable conversation you can potentially have. But the fear of the unknown is what really makes it hard. And then making it vulnerable, you know, making yourself vulnerable is also very hard too. Because if you don't know how it's going to go or you're you're not sure of how they're going to react, then that makes it even a little more difficult because you got to be vulnerable. And, you know, it's hard to be vulnerable sometimes because sometimes we've been vulnerable in our past and it turned out to bite us in our ass. And it's happened to me. It's happened to you. It's happened to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? So the best thing I can really speak on on this is that just have those hard conversations because if it doesn't happen now, it's going to happen later. And if it doesn't happen now or if it doesn't happen later, you know, there may be some trans transgressions from holding in how you feel, you know, which leads to fights, which leads to bad mouthing, which leads to, you know, spreading rumors and just talking shit about your friends, but not in a roasting kind of way, but more in a like. You know, like really just kind of like talking shit, you know what I'm saying? And it happens. We're human. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, you know, but like avoiding that, trying to be a better version also means being a better version in all areas of your life. You know, if you're going to be a better version of yourself, you can be a better friend. You can be a better communicator. You can be a better, uh, you know, listener. You know, again, we're going back to trying to be a better version of ourselves. So having those hard conversations help bring out a better version of ourselves because it pits us in those uncomfortable positions. And to be honest, that's one of the best ways to become better in anything. If you're uncomfortable or, you know, have low XP, which also means experience. If you don't have a lot of experience with it, the best thing you do is just go get yourself some fucking experience. Go jump into it, get your toes wet and just learn that way. So having these hard conversations, the more you have them, the better you get at understanding people, reading people, uh, approaching people, having those conversation skills, um, as much as, you know, anxiety filled as it is, I promise you, it doesn't go as bad as what we think it is. Nine times out of 10, it doesn't go as bad as we think it is. And even that one time out of the 10th time, it's not going to go the way we envision it. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, so going back to why it is hard, it's hard because we are being vulnerable and it puts us in a predicament where uh, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, it's hard for the other person because you are giving them direct information, whether they know what kind of information that is or they may not have no idea and you you may know that you know this is going to rattle them a little bit that also makes it hard because you're like i don't want to do that to them like who am i i'm just over here on a fucking tuesday evening or whatever and i'm gonna hit up my friend and tell him some shit that's gonna you know knock him off but you know like sometimes you gotta have that because like again like i was saying if you are trying to be a better version of yourself and whatever that conversation revolves and and helps you become better or helps them become better, you know, have that conversation, especially if you're trying to help them be better. You know what I'm saying? I've seen, I've seen motherfuckers talk about other motherfuckers about their friends and be like, damn, bro, like you got a lot of say, a lot of shit to say about this person. Like fucking say that shit to them. Like help this motherfucker out. This motherfucker's out here trying. He's wants to be better. He's just trying to figure shit out. Like if you see something like, don't hold your tongue and speak on it ill once with someone else. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we see it in reality shows. Like, I'm not even talking about anyone in particular, but, like, it just, it happens. And, like, sometimes, like, and that's what I'm saying. These hard conversations, they will help you be a better version, you know, of yourself. Because you are going to help inspire other people, help them build their confidence. You know what I'm saying? Like, and sometimes, and like, and, it's, and it's all in the delivery. The de- it's all in the delivery. If you're able to tell them in a way that's constructive, you know, compassionate, you know, empathetic and not mean or, you know, you're just being an asshole, like that person more than likely is going to be able to reciprocate that information in a way that they're going to be able to learn from it, you know, internalize it. And that's what you want to do if you're trying to help other people, especially your friends. You know what I'm saying? There's no, you know, if, if your friend don't know how to tie a shoe, don't sit there and laugh at him or her. Help that motherfucker out. You know what I'm saying? Buy the motherfucker some Velcro shoes if you have to. But you know what I'm saying? Like, don't just sit there and laugh at them for your own entertainment. Like, there's a certain point where it's like, you're just, you know, like you're feeding off that negative energy. And you are at that point are being a taker. Like, you're taking that energy from them by just laughing at them. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't feel good to be laughed at. You know, sometimes we roast each other and we don't realize that our words have meaning and they have power and... Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's not roasting. Sometimes people are just low-key talking shit. And people are not stupid. Don't sit here and fucking just fool yourself. Like, if you're sitting there talking shit and people know it, bro, like, people fucking know it. Don't sit there and act like you're, you're like, oh, you're Mr. Fucking Smooth Criminal. Like, you're not, all right? Everyone out there that's listening to this shit right now, I promise you, you know when your friend's talking shit about you and they're talking shit about you. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I mean. You got to be careful who you surround yourself with because there's motherfuckers out there that are jealous. There's motherfuckers out there that are going to try and take away your happiness and disturb your peace. And it, it just happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you don't get ho- hooked up on the why. Just, you know, understand the, you know, the, the what and the how. How do they do it? And what do they do to disturb your peace? You know what I'm saying? Anyways, going on a tangent. Apologize. Um... So it makes it difficult for you, for them, uh, because you're pitting, uh, you're giving them direct information and you're also pitting a call to action on them. You're also saying, you know, like a boundary. If you're setting a boundary, you're asking them to not do something or to do something. And, you know, sometimes that, you know, you're just afraid of having that conversation with them and you don't know how they're going to react. 
because of what that boundary may be or that disagreement may be, especially right now with this political climate. You know, it's hard to have those conversations with, you know, people, you know, Black Lives Matters versus Blue Lives Matters, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a hard conversation for some people, especially with, you know, someone that you're like, you know, damn, like, I strong, I feel strongly about this and they feel strongly about it. And y'all are just some strong ass motherfuckers feeling some type of way. You know what I mean? Like, it's if you're trying to get to some type of medium of understanding each other, it's important to, you know, set some type of boundaries within that conversation. You know, I'm not, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to tell anyone who's right or wrong. Um, I'm just trying to enlighten you on having a, a these hard conversations with these people. But that's a, a prime example of a disagreement and having a hard conversation. So, <clears throat> and it's hard, lastly, to wrap that up, it's hard on the relationship because you learn something from that relationship. Either that hard conversation is going to push you to be better friends or, you know, respect each other, or it's going to push you guys away and you may still respect each other, but you guys are going to be like, you know what? I'm just, you know, I hear your side. I know my side. I know how I feel about it. And it's not going anywhere. And that's, that's, and that, again, that adds to the hard, the difficultiness of having these conversations because you may walk away from the relationship going from that close group of friends to just being social friends and that hurts man like that hurts like you know i don't care who you are how bad you think you are how tough you think you are losing a friend or you know what i'm saying that hurts to some degree you know what i'm saying it's gonna feel some type of way that person is gonna be missed um but you'll get over it it'll be all right there's more other people out there that are cool and you know you can meet and you know, have fun with you know what i'm saying it's all right but it's still something in your life that it's going to be a hiccup. Yes, moving forward. I got all these notes in no direction. All right. So all in all, again, going back to being a better version of yourself, having these conversations, these hard, hard conversations more, uh, you'll, you'll learn to utilize your communication skills. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's very important to have those hard conversation skills because it allows you to help a friend in need, help uh, a friend that is looking for answers or, you know, help yourself um, in addressing something that needs to be addressed. So practice it and it'll stick with you a little more. You'll polish those skills and it'll be a little easier to have. Very important and uh, useful in becoming a better version of yourself, especially with yourself. I'm just gonna go on a, I'm gonna go on a side rabbit hole loop, having a hard conversation with yourself. That's where becoming a better version of yourself really honestly begins. Having that hard conversation with yourself is saying, I have a problem and I need to do something about it. Or I've made it this far, but how can I do it differently? How can I do it better? You know what I mean? Sometimes you don't want to have that uncomfortable conversation of what can I do to be better than what I've already am? Because then there's a lot more to it. There's, you know, it, to some people, they may see it as, well, I'm never going to reach a point where I'm just, I'm content, you know, or some people would be like, damn, I'm comfortable. And I don't want to step out of this comfort zone because I'm, I'm doing so well now. And it is scary to think about, you know, I could be doing something bigger. I could be doing something way bigger, you know, like 
if you're not afraid of your dreams, then maybe you may not be dreaming too big. You know what I'm saying? So those hard conversations are, you know, becoming a better version of yourself really starts with having a hard conversation. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's really not that hard. Once you start that uh, sequence of becoming better, it's no longer becoming a, it's not really a hard conversation after a while. It ends up becoming a routine of, okay, I made it this far. I'm starting to understand that I'm starting to get comfortable and I'm able to finesse whatever it is I'm, I'm needing to finesse like a job or, um, you know, a quota, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're just, um, becoming that person that you desire to be, there is going to be something that, you know, I, now I got this down. Now I'm able to focus my time and energy over here on this part of my life because I wasn't able to before because I was an alcoholic or I was addicted to something. And now that I have more time to spend with my kids or with my wife or with my, you know, my husband or whatever, I am starting to see that there's more work to be done. And to be honest, that's why I, I strongly believe in being a better version of yourself it's it's never ending. It's going to continue because once you finally get one thing down, like finances, you're able to get finances down. Now you're going to learn how to start investing or you can start learning how to investing. And guess what? That's going to require you to be a better version of just learning how to do finances. You're going to start learning how to, you know, understand markets and different methods of using your money and your cash flow and getting a return back, you know, understanding what equity means and shit like that, you know, your financial, uh, intelligence, whatever they call it. Um, so yeah, hard conversations, being a better version starts with having a hard conversation with yourself, but over time, those conversations become easier and you start understanding your potential and start finessing things like a boss that you are sauce. All right. So we are, uh, finishing up, wrapping up the show. Um, we have some Q&A questions. And shout out to the people that had shout out these questions to me on my IG. I appreciate y'all. Um, do apologize for a little bit of the wait. But I just wanted to let you know I have them here and I'm going to answer them now. So let's go ahead and do that. So question number one. What are friends for? This is a good question. I like this question. And I got very... Um, methodological. I just made that word up. It's a combination of method and mythological. That's methodical. All right. I don't know. Kiss my ass. Anyways, first question. Good question. What are friends for? My opinion, friends are for what friends are for and what they do to you. Friends are bridges to our world, to other worlds. Okay. We live in our world, people. Don't get it twisted. There are, There is one world. There is one earth. But in our minds, it is our world. And we are the main character in our story. We are the Goku in our story. We are Aaron Yeager in our story. We are SpongeBob SquarePants in our story. Okay? We are the main character in our stories. And we get caught up in a world that sometimes we forget that there's another world out there. So what friends are for, friends are the bridge from our world to other worlds. They help us understand our world and the other world. You want to know how? 
because friends come from different backgrounds. They come from different upbringings. They come from different beliefs, different perspectives, but there's something between you and your friend that has a common ground and you guys fuck with each other. All right. And then you guys learn a thing or two from each other. Okay. There's only so much that our parents and our, you know, our elders and our uh, guardians can teach us, but there's things in our world that we will only understand or live through from other people's lenses. And that's what friends are for. They're bridges from our world to the other world. And they help us understand the world around us. All right. That's why I love my friends. They're cool. They're some sturdy ass bridges. Okay. Some real, real one bridges. Okay. Question number two, learning to balance boundaries with long-term relationships and friends above all else. Okay. So learning to balance boundaries with long-term relationships. This is a really good question. And, uh, a real doozy of a question. I, I shouldn't say doozy of a question. I, it is a real doozy of a situation. Um, so if you have a best friend and you guys are butt cheeks, you guys are not glass, not glass, not glass. Why do I sound like I, I feel like I'm saying that wrong? Not glass, not glass, not glass, not glass, not glass. Anyways, so you guys are butt cheeks. And one of y'all got to leave. One of y'all is going to move across the world. One of y'all moved across the state. Whatever. Sad day for everyone. Sad day. Sad day. How do you balance that out? Great question. You have to acknowledge each other and acknowledge the change. And to some degree, be accepting of it. As much as you don't want to see that person go, you got to accept that they are going to go and accept that their world is going to change. Their world is going to change and also is yours. So... How do you balance that out? You first and foremost, accept that change and then accept the communication that you guys are going to have to resort to because that butt cheek of a friendship is not going to be there. Like you're not going to be a hug your friend. You're not going to be able to hold them. You're not going to be able to go over and drive down their house and, you know, eat some fucking pizza pockets with them. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to have that no more. You're going to have to resort to other things, whether that's Skype, Zoom, FaceTime, um, sending letters, text messages, phone calls, stuff like that, meeting once a month. You know what I'm saying? The communication is going to change between y'all, and that's the most important. That's how we feel alone. That's how we feel the changes in our friendship is the communication. Something alters the communication, and then our red flags start to flare up in our brains. So accepting the change and accepting that the communication is going to change. You know, relying on that person is going to change. How do you balance that out? One way is you can tell them, you know, have that conversation with them. Be like, hey, when is a good time to, you know, to catch up with you? I miss you. You know, I want to speak with you. I want to see how you're doing. I want to catch up with you. What's a good time? You know, we can have a conversation or let's have a virtual coffee date. Beautiful. Or you know what? There's a little secret. You can have a virtual smokeout session. Can you believe that? Who would have thought? Who would have thought you could do that? You got me fooled. And yeah, you just gotta you gotta think outside the box, people. There's nothing wrong with that. There, it's okay. You still can have communication and feel their presence. We know without them actually being there. We live in the 21st century. It's 2020, baby. The world's going to shit, but our technology is getting better. Okay. So, um understanding that you know their schedule is going to be not going to be the same because everybody buddy you guys probably understand your guys schedules 
Um, so understand and accept that your schedule is going to change. Acknowledge them. And, you know, and set boundaries if you have to. If you got a needy friend that's back home and you're like, nye, 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 you're not there for me. You're not. You're supposed to be my sister. You're supposed to be my brother. You're supposed to wipe my ass when I take a shit. All right. That motherfucker, person, whoever, you got to set a boundary with them. You got to have that hard ass conversation because more than likely they're draining the shit out of you. All right. And that's hard to do when you're trying to figure out what it's like to live in a different area, uh, understand different roads, different stores, you know, different people. Like there's a lot going on in your world when you move, you know what I'm saying? So have a boundary, set those boundaries. Hey, I'm not free after this time. Don't call me. Don't text me unless it's an emergency. Or, you know, I'm free on this day and that's the only time I really have time. You let them know. Or, you know, and, you know, let them know that, you know, if it's really getting to that point where they're like, hey, like, you know, like they're really upset and bothered about it, you know, let them know, like, hey, you know, state the obvious. I'm sorry, but I can't be there like that. I can't be there for you like I used to because I don't live there no more, but I can do my best to be there for you. But you got to respect my time. You got to respect, you know, what I got going on in my world because our worlds are different now. So keep the bridge. But. Soak that bitch in gasoline if you have to. You know what I mean? No, nah, I'm just kidding. Question number three. So, what should friends never do? What should friends never do? That is a good question. A question that I had to ponder on just for a little bit. Because never means never. Never, ever, ever. Never. In Joel's opinion, friends should never intentionally hurt another friend. Okay, people? I get it. You're going to bicker. You're going to argue. You're all going to say some shit that y'all probably don't really mean, especially when you're drunk or uh, intoxicated or just enraged with anger. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about going out of your way to intentionally hurt your friend. Do something to them. Stab them in the back. Spread a rumor about them. Try to taint their image or come between them between someone and another person you know what i'm saying you're intentionally hurting this person that's not a friend that is not a friend okay a friend doesn't do that that's not what a friend is that's not an ally an ally does not stab you in your back a friend does not stab you in the back okay a friend has a conversation with you and tells you hey i need to have a hard conversation with you that's what a friend does none of this middle school, high school, bullshit, like grow, grow up people. If that is you, if you know, you are that person, I'm sorry, have that hard conversation with yourself. Or if it's on the flip end and you know that you have a person like that in your circle and you're in your group, have that hard conversation with yourself. Okay. And this leads to my next question. So again, friends should never intentionally hurt each other. Fourth question. How do you deal with betrayal with bro code? Good question. Again, like I said, friends should never intentionally hurt each other. A good segue into this next question. How do I deal with betrayal with bro code? So first and foremost, what I do is I have a hard conversation with myself. I tell myself, Joe, is this relationship worth having? Is this person worth having in my life? Do I care enough about this person to forgive them and let go what they did to me in order for me to continue to this relationship that I you know, desire to have? If that answer is yes, then I continue that hard conversation with them. If that is the answer is no, then I light that motherfucker up. Not the person, but the bridge, okay? 
I light that bridge up on fire, and that is that, you know? If it gets rebuilt and reconstructed one day, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, people. But until then, that motherfucker is burnt, okay? So, moving on. If you want to have that conversation with that person, or you need some type of closure, then have that hard conversation with them, okay? If it's someone, it's your homeboy, like, you know, forgive me, my brother from another mother, Daniel, if for whatever reason, me and this guy, just if he did something to me that I was just unforgiving or just something truly just, I don't know, intentionally hurtful, I would want to have a conversation with this guy. You know, I would want to understand where did I go wrong? Where did you go wrong? Where did we go wrong? What did what caused this triggering pain? Like all that question, all that betrayal, that that's hurt. Okay, people, that's hurt. That's you saying like, damn, bro, <laughs> you hurt me. Why? Why would you hurt me? You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, and that shit's real. Okay, I'm, you know, I'm trying. I'm not trying, but I'm. It's a little, you know, I'm, I'm being a little funny about it. But that shit is real, people. They write fucking sitcoms about this shit. They write books about this shit. Some of you motherfuckers be living harder shit than what the books and the movies can write. Okay. This shit is real. So if you want to have that conversation with them, have that conversation with yourself first. Is this person worth having or having this conversation with? If it is, then move forward. Ask yourself. What am I going to get out of this? What am I trying to understand? What am I trying to gain? So you're clear and concise. So it doesn't turn into a, uh, what I'm trying to say. Um, it's just, it's just, a a slow pull of, you know, just nonsense, not nonsense, but I guess I just, a, a no direction conversation, you know what I'm saying? Cause we have a bad habit of not taking a stand for ourselves. And accepting the people that continue to hurt us, okay? Going back to the betrayal and bro code, sometimes you got to have that conversation like with yourself and figure out if they're worth keeping. If they're not, you know, let them go. And if they are, go ahead and have that conversation with them. You know what I'm saying? Ask the questions that you want to ask, you know, Allow them to answer, you know what I'm saying? Like, speak with them when they're, you're ready to hear them. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you got to have a conversation with someone knowing that you're not there to have, you're not there to respond to them. You're not there to say anything to them. You're just there to listen to the information that they're going to tell you. So, or, you know, when you do, if you have to have that conversation that you may just have to listen to them, you know, and listen to why they betrayed you or how they betrayed you and what was the reason for that. You know, if that reason is good enough for you to continue that relationship or to forgive them and, you know, say, hey, you know, we're, we're going to continue to be friends from that, you know, then that that's cool. That's awesome. You know, if you're able to do that and, you know, that's that's OK. That's your decision. That's a completely up to you. No one else. You make that decision for yourself. OK. Um, but you know, if it's something that you're not able to like, let go and it's something you continue to just, you know, it feels gut wrenching, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, maybe you need to have that conversation with yourself and just be like, Hey, you know, I tried it forgiving them and, you know, I'm able to forgive them, but I just can't let it go right now. And, you know, maybe you just gotta let them go. So 
that's my two cents on that. My very last question before I close this episode. I appreciate you guys again. I really appreciate this time. I get to um, share my thoughts and stuff with you and, and interact with you all. So I appreciate um, uh, those that have provided these questions. My last question, fair question. How do you make friends in your 20s when you're out of college and your co- co-workers are old as fuck? Solid question. So... I had, to, I had to, you know, I had to take some time to think about this question. It's a very good question. So what I encourage you to do, if you're out there, you know, in your mid-20s, late-20s, or even your early-20s, and you're just like, you know, I want to make some new friends, I want you to write a list, a list of 10 things that you like to do. You have to have a list of 10. I don't want you to cheat yourself. I don't want you to tell me you only got three things that you like. If you do, then that probably explains why you don't have a lot of friends. You know what I'm saying? So and push yourself to come up with 10 things. Even if you think they're absurd, like if you like smoking weed, put that motherfucker there. All right. If you like playing chess, put it there. If you like, you know, making, you know, arts and crafts or whatever it is that you, you know, you just like doing, put it there, make a list of 10. And then once you come up with that list, look at the list. Ask yourself, these are the things that I like to do. Now, when you have that list, it's easier for you to kind of go ahead and look in areas, you know, around your world, outside your world, in your city, whatever, to look for these people that have common interests. The best way to make a friend is to find someone that you have similarities with. That's how you're going to connect. You guys are going to, you know, you guys like to do yoga together. Well, guess what? You could talk about yoga. You could go to yoga class together. You can, you know, see each other at the next yoga session or try different yoga spots. Um, So come up with 10 things that you like to do and then go explore those things, you know, Weirdly enough, I met a friend on a pot far tour. You know, I went on a surprise date to go take my girl out in uh, Seattle, um, and it was a cool pot farm tour. So what happened was uh, we met this guy from Germany, super cool dude, super super cool guy, and we had common common interests. He was uh, going to school for, uh, I believe he was in his master's um, for psychology as well, um, but. You know, we just we just hit it off. We're still friends to this day. We still contact each other through social medias. Um, he's he's a cool guy. Um, but, you know, I would have never met him. You know, just randomly on the street, like we really hit it off very well because we already had something in common. So it was easier to have that conversation and have a welcoming, you know, hey, you know, my name is so and so. I see you like you like what you see here on this tour so and so do i so you know let's talk about it having those commonalities and similarities um uh, opens up a a dialogue for you and the other person to get to know each other um i would recommend looking up um facebook events um joining clubs or groups in facebook or forums and reaching out to other people now the thing with you know making new friends is you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable even if that means being uncomfortable on your phone have you ever looked at your phone and been like i don't want to touch it because my phone's giving me anxiety right now it made you may end up experiencing that same type of anxiety when you 
are reaching out to make new friends or reaching out to, you know, put yourself on a platform or on a forum to put some sense out there. Um, but get comfortable doing that, especially if you're trying to just, you know, you're trying to make some friends. People like confidence. And if you're confident in, in speaking to other people, especially people you don't know and you're meeting for the first time, it helps them, you know, overcome their anxiety as well. So smile, be nice, be courteous, and then, you know, introduce yourself. And I also recommend, uh, you know, going to vol- doing volunteer work. So if you're very passionate about um, saving the turtles, go volunteer cleaning up the ocean with some people. You'll probably meet some cool, like-minded individuals there. Um, like I said in the very beginning of point one, you are who you hang out with. And if you start hanging out with people that like to save the turtles as well, you'll probably make some connections with these people. They may end up being a social friend. They end up maybe be a friend on technicality. And they may end up being a friend, uh, a very close friend. Or they may just start off as an other friend. And you're just like, I don't know where you're going to go, but you're going to go in one of these categories. You know what I mean? So that is my advice on what to do, where to go, how to do it. If you're trying to look for friends in your area and you're kind of struggling with it because your place of work and your lifestyle doesn't really have similar people around you, try it out. Let me know how it goes. If you're able to find a friend based on this advice, I want to hear it. Please, please, please hit me up and tell me that story. Share me that story. And, um, you know, let's talk about it. So that is all today, people. Thank you so much for uh, joining on today's episodes and and finishing along with it i i super duper appreciate you um shout out to everyone that has made it to the very end if you like the episode please rate it give me a five star if you loved it give me a one star if you thought it was okay or if you're just like you know what you could do a better job you could be a better version of your podcast self okay i don't care rate me okay share it tell your mom tell your dad tell your friends tell your grandma check out joe's mind podcast and hopefully we can teach him a thing or two or, you know, you guys can have a conversation about it. All right. So I appreciate you. I love y'all. Please keep you guys' head out there. Uh, elections are coming around the corner. And I know uh, tensions are high. Stress is high. COVID is a bitch. Um, do you know, stay, stay shining, people. Stay lit. All right. Stay the lit the fuck up. All right. So that way, when it's dark in this world, you know, the darkness has no other fucking place to run but in itself all right stay lit stay happy stay positive stay peaceful and love on each other to be kind tell your friend i said hi and to keep doing what they're doing to, to push you to be a better version of yourself on that note i love you until next time peace Tell me all about it when I see you for some feedback I'ma need some from my higher up So stay in touch like hi what's up Remember when I told you that you'd make it Was I right or what? Holla at you Yeah I'ma holla at you You know I'll holla at you And not many people know this They ignorant and they know it I'ma holla at you Just let me holla at you Hey let me holla at you And not many people know this But are the sort of people that need to be treated equal I respect y'all so much It's more than y'all could think of And I know of many others being marginalized A problem that won't be fixed until we open our eyes Cause we all know that real lies, real lies, real lies Word to a soldier that gifted us with real rhymes Share the same message that I'm sharing right now And if you share the same vision I'ma ask if you could please rise So I can holla at you 
let me holler at you And not many people know this, they ignorant and they know it I'ma holler at you Just let me holler at you You know I'll holler at you